I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. Okay, so <laughs> here we are. We are packed. I'm ready. Yes, that's right. Coming to you. You are leaving on a jet plane <laughs> tomorrow, right? No, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm sorry. I'm a day ahead. Wednesday. Yep. Katie was just here for her instructions and um, all that stuff. And uh, I'm done packing. Gemma's upstairs finishing. And uh, yeah, so tomorrow, just a regular day, going to get a good night's sleep and um, be up at the crack of ass. I like being, although I never am ready a complete day ahead of time, but I like that notion yeah. that you can just relax now until it's time to leave. Yeah, just a lot of like, like puttering, a lot of put like puttering, refilling things, making sure everything's right, right. you know, that kind of but stuff. I, yeah. Nothing crucial. Nothing so. crucial. So behind you, I see that we have Ari, the critical yes. lesbian that you found. Ari yes. is, is uh, her uh, Instagram handle is the critical lesbian. And she just has all these posts where she's just kind of giving an opinion on a lot mm -hmm. of topics. And uh, it's it's amazing the way this has taken off. So let's oh my God. put Ari yeah, in the room I, and find out what this this journey has been like. I am so excited about this because she has reminded me of so many movies I forgot about. Hey, <laughs> welcome. Hi, <laughs> Ari. <laughs> Welcome, Ari. I'm JD. This is Denise, my co-host. Hello. Uh, I was just telling Denise I was so excited to find you because you have reminded me of so many movies I haven't thought about in like years. Desert Hearts being one of them. And I re-watched it this weekend because of that reason. So, <laughs> yeah. I've been just like mulling over. <laughs> and i am enjoying every single bit i just i just need to know is this how this took off like you just decided mm -hmm. one day i'm just gonna put my opinion out there and talk a little yeah. bit about this and the handle critical lesbian is fantastic mm -hmm. thank I you love it. you're like reviewing you're not criticizing your reviewing mm -hmm. you know um but Absolutely. it's it's uh yeah i so i here i fully expected that you would be like um you know throwing some zingers and some barbs out there but i i love what you're doing and i, I right now my favorite one is the subaru yes i was you. yeah that. yeah that you? actually it's just there. There's a longer version of that on TikTok because I really TikTok was really how I, I started this. Instagram is very very new for me, but I've been doing it on TikTok for a couple years. Um, so the super one was like an abbreviated version of of uh, it's the the one on Instagram is an abbreviated version of it. It's yeah, it's more. fantastic. It's fantastic. So people can find you more so on on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. I would say I'm definitely more active on TikTok. I really got started because, so I work in theater. Um, I, I work in the theater industry in the DC area. And um, during COVID, uh, there wasn't a lot of theater going on, but, but I've always, since I was a teenager, I've always really watched a, a lot of like lesbian movies um, because, you know, I'm a lesbian and it's something that um, my friend showed me the movie Imagine Me and You when I was like 15 and I was so like big. aha this will now be my entire personality um, so so from from since I was 15 I've always kept a list of like lesbian movies I watched I really wanted to be like the person to tell 
other queer women where to find these movies. And so in 2020, not a lot of theater was going on. I wasn't being creatively challenged in any way, but I was really annoyed that a lot of queer women were like recommending the same like six lesbian movies on TikTok. And I'm like, there are so many more, you fools. There's so many more out there. If you yes. only knew. Yes. Um, and so I started just making videos about movies and TV shows and plays featuring queer women. Um, and that just kind of started this whole new side side of me in which uh, then I became just, uh, you know, just, I, I call myself like a lesbian media enthusiast. Um, but but yeah, I talk a lot about lesbian media and also just like lesbian culture. Um, uh, yeah, because I, I think, and I and critical lesbian is very intentional because to me, it's not about being critical in a negative way, but rather I think that lesbian media and lesbian culture uh, doesn't have as much like, you know, intellectual criticism around it. And I think uh, having that brings a little more legitimacy to it. So like, I'm the critical lesbian and that like, I want to bring more analysis into lesbian media and lesbian culture. Yeah, that's, it's true because, and I don't know for sure, but I feel like we kind of tiptoe around it, you know, because, you know, we're walking on eggshells because on one hand, we want to see more. You right. Know? And on the other hand, if we say something bad or if we say this, mm -hmm. you know, this, this didn't feel real or this didn't 100%. whatever, then 100%. You, know, you, you, you feel like, oh my God, the, someone's going to see this. It's going to go viral. And I'm yes. going to, you know, yeah. And I'm going to, it's going <laughs> to seem like I'm, you know, shitting on lesbian cinema, you know? Denise, right, right. exactly. Exactly. You hundred percent get me a hundred percent because I don't want to be mean because right. like, they're like a lot of these films are like very earnest so like I don't want to shit all over them sorry I don't know if I can curse on this podcast oh, yeah. of course, um, yeah. I, so I focus more on like the ones that I really like or the ones I think are worth watching and yeah. very little am I like I think this one's actually pretty bad yeah, but, yeah. but it's more about like promoting the good that's out there yeah and well, there, there is I so much so much good oh yeah and when when I I found you because I was scrolling and your real one of your reels came up and it was the one where your wife was crying about fried green tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you see that one, Denise? <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny how you did that. And then I'm like, well, what is this? What is this page about? And I scrolled a little bit and I just, you know, I, like I said, first of all, you reminded me of movies I hadn't thought about in years. I hate to admit it, but I did see Desert Heart actually in the movie, movie oh. theater, back when it was new. <laughs> Gosh, I, I wish I could go back in time and like experience that. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know what the movie was about. I knew it took place in the 50s and I love nostalgia movies and the music. I knew there was a lot of Patsy Cline music in it. So I really went to see it for that. Mm -hmm. And I was married at the time to a man. What? So, um, what? Yes, I was. And was it I date no night? <laughs> it was date night. Oh. <laughs> That's brilliant. And to my, you know, surprise, this was not about Patsy Klein music. And, and the light. Movie, you know? <laughs> and I was, you know, back in, the, it was 1985 that movie came out, or was it 89? Somewhere around there. Yeah, it was um, 85. Pretty 89, right? Was it? No, 89? it was 80, 85. 85. Yes. That was pretty uh, groundbreaking for back then to be in the movie theaters, in a regular movie theater, you know? So um, yeah. I remember seeing that, and that was right around the time where I was discovering, uh, you know, I was probably up playing for the wrong team. So mm -hmm. <laughs> the movie was like, wow, I, you know, this was so cool to see this in the movies. And um, so, yeah, so I looked and there it was, it was on, I think it was on HBO. I forgot what, where it was, where I found yes. it on, yeah. on HBO. Right. And, mm. uh, I watched it again and I was like, oh my God, you know, you, I like the way you, um, mentioned how the first scene she's going backwards, you know, like mm -hmm. in the car, like to catch up, like that was like, 
I probably didn't realize that at the time, but that was really a, a, a good observation that uh, it ends the same way. Only mm. she's walking backwards this time away from her yeah. and ends up with her. So yeah, that was, uh, I, I really enjoy your personal take on these movies and what you bring to oh, shucks. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, fun because, I, don't you feel like, I, I don't know, Jay, like, because we're a little bit older, um, I love getting a, a young person's fresh perspective on movies that we, you know, have have seen. And I, and Ari, the funniest thing is when you said the same six movies. You know, <laughs> I feel like in my late twenties, early thirties, I probably watched the same six movies over and yeah. over and over again. Right? It's in right. the water, better mm-hmm. than chocolate, Desert Hearts. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was like a handful, Elena in Love. Um mm-hmm. just Carol. Like, yeah. Carol I don't remember. Carol was 2015, Carol but maybe, maybe like Liana or something. Like yeah. Yeah. but I feel like we did because there just wasn't a lot of yeah. content then. Like, and then in you know, in my in my mid-30s, late late 30s, I think, um, I became friends with Kristen Baker, who started mm-hmm. Tello films. And, oh, no way. Yeah. And, you know, I was doing my monthly subscription and I felt like it was my own private content. Mm -hmm. And I wanted other people to see this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like there were some really good web series back then, like Mm -hmm. roommates with Julie Goldberg. Love, yeah. Yeah, all time favorites. But, you know, it's fun to be along for the ride to see the new things that are, you know, that have been coming out lately. Um, As a matter of fact, my friend was just here an hour ago um, and she's flying out to LA at the end of December to work with Jill Bennett and Lauren Neal. They have a new film coming out. Jill Bennett? Yeah. Oh my God, I love Jill Bennett. She stays with me when she comes to London. (laughs) So cool. So Jill and uh, Jill's wife, (laughs) six degrees. Jill's Jill's wife Lauren, uh, uh, they made a movie called Under the Influencer, that's mm. coming out really soon. They're going to try and get on the um, the uh, the film festival circuit first. Oh, and that this that movie is it's so different than anything I've ever seen because it's about mm. NFT art and intellectual property and how much mm. of that do you own and who can take it and who can. Yeah. You know, it's 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 really a, it's an absolute thriller. Um, it's it's unlike anything I've seen. Yeah, especially Jill. You know, doing her stuff's always been so lighthearted and everything. And yeah. um, I, the progress, you know, that's been made and the things that are out right. there, and even Kristen Baker's holiday movies. Like I feel like every year now, I'm looking forward, you know, to uh, to oh, tell yeah, I've seen them all. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. you know. I mean, think about like the happiest season with mm-hmm. uh, Kristen Stewart when that yes. came out and Dan Levy, like yes. the big name people that are getting involved now. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like we're we're going in the right direction. And yeah. like, if I were you, mm-hmm. at you know, right now, I would be overwhelmed, you mm-hmm. know, like the right. stuff that's right. out there, you know, like trying yeah. to keep yeah. up with it. it. So do you have like a list that you have to see? versus what you've seen so i i actually have uh i think i i think this is in the pinned instagram video i have but i actually have two different databases one is like a film database um of like lesbian movies um and that is based on info i've kept since i was 15 and the other is like a tv like current tv shows that have lesbian or queer women characters the movie one it has like, you know, 850 entries on it. Like there are a That's lot of movies out there. Yeah. yeah. I've seen, I think like over 350 of them, which is like, sometimes like that's a lot of movies, but part of me is like, oh, there's so many more to see out there yeah. Um, because it is like, it, it is like a great time. Like there is a lot of new content. So I, I go to that database a lot, but then I also have my list of like, these are the films that are being released like this year that I need to see. And that's yeah. super exciting because they're like, oh my gosh, there are like 25 movies 
featuring queer women that I need to see. That's a, how do I watch those movies? How do we find a way to see those movies? And like, that was not true even 10 years ago that there would be oh, totally. 25 movies yes. Yes. going to theaters and major streaming services that you could see. So, so that's an awesome, it's just like a great thing about being a queer woman today is that there is a lot more content, but a lot of, especially young queer women, just like don't realize that there's like a lot of great content out there um you don't yeah and that's part of why me. I'm like you yeah. gotta look a little bit you gotta do how a little impressive. digging you gotta do a little homework yeah. yeah yeah and how impressive that you have this database like I I just I thought the time that has gone into that and the research um is mm -hmm. just really amazing and um obviously such a passion of yours but I guess yeah. my question, I have two questions for you. One question is, does your wife share this? Like, does she watch the, cause it was funny. Like the, the fried, green fried green tomatoes thing was funny. How she's mm -hmm. like, I hated it. It was so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so like, does she want it? Is she like all enthusiastic, as enthusiastic about this as you are with this? Or is mm. she like, Oh God, I don't know if I could watch one more movie. <laughs> she is, she's, she's more the latter. I have to say she did not, she is not like, she's just in general, not like a film person. Like she, yeah. she reads a lot. She watches TV, but she's actually not a film person. Like I grew up as a film person. Um, and so that's like the biggest difference. So like, we'll watch a lot of TV shows together, but she's just constantly like, Oh, I'm not in the mood to watch a movie. And I have yeah. to like, and it's very rarely that I'm like, my love, please watch this movie with me. Like the only <laughs> reason we were able to watch Fried Green Tomatoes is because her parents were in town and like we talked oh. about Fried Green Tomatoes and her parents were like, oh, Fried Green Tomatoes, I love that movie. And we were like, <laughs> let's all watch it together. The only way I could convince her to watch that movie was because all three of us like bullied her into watching. Loaded. Now you yeah. know, you know the secret formula. <laughs> yeah, but, but there are some movies, there are some movies where I'm like, she still hasn't seen Desert Hearts. Like that's a movie oh. that I'm like, I know she's got to see that, but she has been able to like watch some movies, like some classics that I love, like, you know, Saving Face is one that like we both really loved and, and like stuff like that. But um, she definitely is like, I'll watch, I'll watch some maybe, but she has to be in like the right mood. Um, and, uh, but that's not to say she doesn't watch them. She's watched plenty and like on TikTok, I've made videos where she talks about her favorite movies that I've made her, her favorite lesbian movies I've made her watch and like the lesbian movies I made her watch that she like can't stand because <laughs> often I'm like, let's watch a lesbian movie today. I don't know what this one's about, but let's watch it. And sometimes it's a stinker, um, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. it's very I kind have... of her that she goes with me on that journey. <laughs> I think that's great. That's great. That's and my, great. so my other question, are you aware that Hallmark now has, lesbian characters in their Christmas movies. Am I? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I think it's great. I mean, but that's like only in the last couple of years, but in yes. the beginning, they were always like the side character, like the sister or the friend mm -hmm. or right. co-worker. Now this year, they're starting to be the main story, which I think is great. And yes, so, Friends and Family Christmas is coming up. Right, so you um, are aware of the whole Hallmark. I, I do. I try to keep abreast of <laughs> lesbian media news. Like that's kind like that's is my thing. And um, I think it was 2021. 2021 Hallmark released Every Time a Bell Rings, which is a Christmas movie. It's about three sisters. One of the sisters is a lesbian. My mm -hmm. wife and I genuinely enjoy that movie. And then they also had another movie that's not a Christmas movie but is another romance movie called Love Classified that also had a lesbian couple as the main couple. And so now Friends and Family Christmas is like the first Hallmark movie that there's just, I, I believe there's just going to be one central couple and it's going to be that couple, that lesbian oh, couple. Oh, great. Man, I keep telling Kristen Baker, you're like, watch out, you know, Hallmark's on your tail. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Tell Tello has definitely been like taking the lead, which I, which I appreciate. Um, um yeah I think that's something you know because I get I get a lot of requests on TikTok can you tell me 
can you give me a list of movies with lesbian movies with this or this kind of lesbian movies? Yeah. And there's always like, can you give me a list of like lesbian Christmas movies? And I've seen every lesbian Christmas movie out there. There are like over 30 of them. Um, but there's only a handful that I think are like really, really like will get you in the heart and yeah, get you worth recommending. Right, right. Yeah. So do you feel yeah. like it's your like, movies aside? Yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like there's lesbians on pretty much everything nowadays. Yes. But are you on that bandwagon of stop killing off the lesbian characters? Like, because now I don't, I see that curve changing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm a little bit more, um, I'm a bit more bullish on this because I, you know, the, you know, the, the, the spreadsheet I have that has all of the TV shows that are currently running, just the t- TV shows that are currently running in 2023 with queer women, there are over like 200 TV shows just running this year across different platforms and different networks. Um and so to me, I like, I understand, I don't know, it's like, it's a part of like rectifying a huge historical injustice of like queer people being killed off right. unjustly. And, you know, it's not as if that hasn't, that doesn't happen in modern times. However, I also feel like we are really getting to a point where there's a lot of representation of queer women on TV that is full that is very layered and interesting and so I I, I'm not as upset I'm not as upset about that anymore I'm not even as upset with like tv shows about queer women getting canceled as much as others are I do think there is an interesting trend of how like a lot of it seems like a lot of the characters and shows that queer women specifically get attached to might be killed off or might be canceled but overall, the playing field is so much more level than it has ever been. And that mm-hmm. just brings me so much joy. So like, I'm I'm not as focused on like, okay, some, some queer characters are still being killed off. Some of these shows are still being canceled. Cause like, there's just so much, there's so many more out there to go right. to now. It's like yeah. for every yeah. one that gets canceled, there's two yeah. more coming, you know, for every right, character right. that gets killed off, there's 10 more exactly exactly exactly. and you know some networks doing this better than others yeah Um, it's definitely taking the sting out of it because yeah 100 it it totally takes the sting out of it yeah it's i just find that like almost everything i watch i realize and i the the cool thing is that it it almost doesn't phase you now you know you're watching station 19 and it doesn't phase you that that, Mm -hmm. you know there's lesbians or Grey's Anatomy you know and I think I mean some I got to give Grey's Anatomy credit because when Sarah Ramirez left and then and then um Arizona left you know it was just like oh great you know like now what they just keep it going you know the newest batch of interns you you know you got helm you know it's just so it's like I, I give them credit for a kind of getting the ball rolling for network television, not so much a streaming platform, but for network television to be putting that right in your face and then to carry on with it when these characters were yes. you know, left and they not right. being killed off, just left. You know, they right. yeah open for return if they want, but 100%. you know, so yeah, I'm, I, I kind of like that, that feeling that it's there, it's on right. network TV, not, a streaming platform, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, and that it, it just seems so much more common that it doesn't give people a lot of cause for pause. Right. Yeah. Think. yeah, absolutely. It's just kind of woven right into it so naturally and organically yeah. that, um, you know, people don't seem, you know, if you're not part of a million, one million moms, <laughs> you're really not going to have a problem with it. <laughs> you know right. I, mean? I, I do think there is still, you know, it, there is like a lot of annoying like people will still complain that queer characters exist on tv they will claim it is too woke it is unrealistic etc but i do think that what i really love again there are 200 tv shows right now that feature queer women that was not true 10 years ago that was not even as true five years ago but because a lot of these production companies they're seeing 
diversity as like an inherent good an inherent value then then like it's going to normalize it and eventually like the you know the people who are annoyed by it they're going to get over it but Mm -hmm. I think as much as historically like yeah I I don't want to diminish the pain that people feel when like a queer character dies or a show get canceled but I am still very like I'm still very heartened that there are just so many options right now yeah, exactly yeah yeah I love I, that love that I think it's great that someone so young uh as you are gets this because uh you know back when Desert Hearts was in the movies in 1985 mm-hmm. that was so like almost shocking like to see that in in, on the big screen in a regular movie theater like it wasn't like a special cabled show or whatever and uh and so like I think that it's for some for people like for Denise and I people our age and I'm a little older than Denise uh I guess I'm the oldest (laughs) uh (laughs) it's nice to see now that it's not it's not so it's not as unusual, even though it's still not as accepted as we would like it to be. It's yeah. it's like it's actually there. It's a thing, and I was surprised that there was um, lesbian character in. Is it the Young and the Restless with with Erica? Yes, the King? Young and the Restless. Yeah, I never knew that because I never watched that. that and all my I children was... back when I used to watch all my children. Erica's daughter. Oh my god! Yeah, all my children. All my yeah daytime tv in a lot of ways were more progressive than primetime tv Um, yeah yeah. days of our lives still has like their gay boys on there all the time so yeah yeah, it's 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 crazy to me because that is i would that demographic has it fluctuates to grandmother to right you know teenagers in college you know coming home from school watching it yeah but I mean, in this day and age, you still have the grandmothers and the college right. kids. It's such a yeah. vast, yeah. you know, but yeah, they've, they've really, they're running with it. I, I like that. I, I really do. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I think like, you know, we were just talking about like 1985 when Desert Hearts came. That was a big year because I think that if I'm not mistaken, JD, when we had the 80s ladies the 80s TV ladies on the podcast or when we were on theirs, I don't remember. But yeah. we were talking about um, the different the difference in LGBTQ representation in the 80s versus now, whereas in the 80s, it was always part of a punchline, you know? Right. Like, and I'm- actually, there were a handful of shows like, like All in the Family took on that subject and- yeah. uh, the Golden Girls, actually, when right. they had an episode yeah. where Dorothy and, and there was stuff that in prime time, like on L.A. Law, like Susan Day, the first, you know, girls Classic kissing, first lesbian kiss on right? U.S. television. Yes, yeah. Yeah, we were we were saying how you know it was sitcoms handled it like a joke, you mm-hmm. know, like Norm pretending to be gay to get an interior, you know, right, interior, right, you know, right. kind of thing. Um, and then primetime was handling it in a more let's get ratings, let's see mm-hmm. if this works for sweeps week kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so if you look at the progression between then and now, how it is so natural, organic, you know, to have a, a lesbian character, or a gay character, it's even tra- a trans character, you know, I mean, we're starting to see a lot of that. And it's, yes. You know, it just um, feels like we're going in the right direction for Uh a change, you know, like, because I know there's a lot of people advocate for, you know, the reality, like they want to see the grit and they want to see the journeys and they want to, you know, they want a backstory and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know that we're there yet. You know, I think they sometimes just want to, to just drop one in and see how it goes without all that and then we'll get yeah. to that so but I feel like we're in the in the right we're yeah. going in the in the right direction and that's I don't remember being able to say that like yeah. even just 15 years ago you know yeah yeah that's yeah, true really that's coming true. a long way it must be really interesting 
research, you know, um, that you have compiled. Like you've got a curated set of movies, television. Do you get a lot of your information from other databases like GLAAD? I, I, I try to, um, I go on like a lot of different LGBT media websites um, to see what they're tracking. I also just have news alerts for like any kind of queer LGBT film. I go to like, you know, like, like Deadline or other um entertainment sites that might have it um and and now I've, I've been very fortunate and now like sometimes uh people reach out to me to let me know that like hey there's this film that I make that like we're making it's coming That's um great. yeah which, which, yeah which oh. is really really cool so it's it's a it's definitely a lot of like I gotta search in a bunch of other places um and also people on TikTok or Instagram are also very kind and they'll be like hey did you hear about this film tv show movie piece of theater that kind of thing um so it's a it's you know i i i try to go from as many sources as i yeah. can yeah it's like what there's a lot of pokers in the fire big time what is it that you do when the in theater you said you work in theater yeah so i'm i'm mostly a theater director um i'm also like a dramaturg I, i'm a sound designer i i i've stage managed before i do like a oh. lot of things directing is my main thing but um okay. it's my big my big passion and I also really enjoy lesbian plays like on TikTok I have a series where for a full month like I just talked about plays about queer women um because I also am like there are so many other forms of media yeah Yeah. Yeah. like I when I was growing up I think the only one I knew of was last summer at Bluefish Cove yes and I still you know I still haven't made a video about that but I should (laughs) the only one yeah (laughs) But, it's so sad. Yeah, lot, yeah, I know. There's a lot, there's um a lot more. And I like I don't know because maybe you know, being over here, I'm in London and the West mm. End is it's it's very traditional. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So my wife and I were just in London um this summer. Really? Yeah, we just just for a day. We were mostly going to Ireland, but we were in London for a day and we did see a couple shows at the West End. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's really, it's really neat. But there's some progressive, interesting little um, theaters there yeah. that do, you know, like Soho Theater is one of my favorites, mm. I think, you know, like mm-hmm. that's probably uh, the best way to describe like a basement theater kind of thing. Yes. You know, so they're, and they're really cool, but, but there are so many good plays that start off there, you know, and if they get enough attention and there is enough yeah. buzz about it, they'll make that move to the West End, uh, but it's, it is hard to make that jump because like I said, I think the West End is so tightly traditional. Yes, totally. You know, yeah, but uh, it's again, still come, it's coming a long way. It's it's still, you know, it's still worth the price of admission. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the, yeah, the t- tickets there are still like much cheaper than like, you know, on Broadway in, in, in the US, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. (laughs) So it's a blessing, but you know, I guess the thing of it is, is we have to look at it in a way that like in the eighties and nineties, there weren't a lot of different platforms either. Yes. You know, like now we have streaming services, we have online, you know, you can watch, um, you know, a a movie on YouTube, you can watch a movie on video, we can, you know, whatever, a production team decides to put that that movie out you know there's just so many different avenues whereas right. before if it wasn't in a theater or a cinema you know totally. or a theater like that those were your only 100 percent. yeah yeah you know even it, yeah hbo wasn't making their own things then right they were just right right rights to things to show you yeah. know so, yeah it's yeah right. i think i think to Sorry, JD, did you have something to say? No, no, I was saying it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was like, yes, I think this is, it's like both a good, it's a double-edged sword in a way. Like there's so much, so many streams of content out there, so many places to go, but now it's like, oh no, there's so many places to go. Right. How do you decide? How do you, like, how do you decide? It's very expensive to like have access to all of these things as well. Right. Yeah, it makes it, it, it it can make it tough for people and again that's why I feel very strongly as like a lesbian media enthusiast person to be like 
here are the places where you can go find th- this. That's what I mean. Like having someone do the work for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're literally doing the work for us. That's like, what I loved about blessing, your page. Absolute yeah. thing, you know, especially like, like JD watches stuff from 20 years ago, you know, <laughs> I'll tell her like, you know, like, have you seen Ted Lasso? Have you seen this? And she goes, no, I'm rewatching the L word. <laughs> no, the first time around. I, clear look, any, I, I, I never go a year without rewatching the entirety of the L word. All right. Like it's, <laughs> it still slaps. I think I'm going to be that surprised? way. With, like, what's that Jay? Oh, I was going to ask um, Ari if she was surprised that the great you seem to have gotten a great response to what you're doing because I see you have a lot of followers and like did did mm-hmm. you think that you were going to have that much because because like Denise said like you're doing the work for us to help us know what's out there what what did we miss you mm-hmm. reminded me of Desert Hearts you know stuff like that like yeah. uh were you are you surprised at what a great reception you're getting at this work because it's got to be a lot of work what you're doing it's got to be hours of research and getting uh, it out there yeah in a way like yeah of course i like i'm a little surprised um i i think i'm surprised because now like people will like take my i don't know they'll like take my advice or take my words seriously of like i think this is a movie you should watch or something and and to me i'm like i have to be very careful about what i say as you know, you were just talking about Denise, like, I know, like, there are TV shows and movies, which like, like, I've made videos on certain pieces of media that I know the people who worked on that piece of media watch my videos, that makes Mm -hmm. me very cautious. Um, And also, that means that, you know, because, you know, like, when I was 15, there wasn't anybody telling me what to watch and where to watch it. The closest was like, after Ellen.com, which like, as a right. teenager, yeah. I devoured. Yes. But but you know, like after Ellen then kind of like fell off a cliff. And um, so there just like wasn't really a lot of like places for that. So I am trying to be like, all right, what like what is what is what are the things that like my 15-year-old self really could have used to find mm-hmm. the kind of movies that like right. really would have helped her and really would have I like um, that you're direct and you're honest. Uh because what I find is that there's everybody is looking for like a little like a like a niche. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I follow I've I was friends with Brooke Levin for a long time that did, did auto straddle. Mm-hmm. Changed hands, you know, a lot now. Right. But the current um editor will, you know, take a handful of gummies and review movies. Mm. Stoned. <laughs> so I mean that's a very niche kind of mm. way of reviewing movies yes. you know so everybody has their little you know gimmicks that they're trying mm. um to you know to see what works but i feel like yours it's pure it's very pure you know <laughs> you're not, yeah. you're not there's, no gimmick there. <laughs> there's no gimmick there there's just yeah. a passion for what you you know sure, like you yeah. said for what you wanted back you know as a as a youngster you know what you could have used right but what you don't get is that you're serving us older people too mm. <laughs> so the other yeah. are like oh great you know someone's recommending this well i didn't know what i wanted to see i knew i wanted to see something <laughs> us, right it's like oh yeah. you know this is so good to not have to you know wonder and guess and you know not know what's out there or feel like you're yeah. losing you know like sometimes I just like think to myself, I haven't had a lesbian thought all day today. You know, like every, <laughs> like not a movie, you know, nothing. Like yeah. I, it, my whole day goes by and I'm like, am I really gay? But um, yeah. like this, that's what I love is that you're doing, you know, that work that normally I'd be sitting there on my couch trying to find, you know, especially because we do a podcast. <laughs> so right. I feel like we're always having to look and, um, you know, it, it's just, it's just nice when you find someone it's, th- there's a trust there, you yeah. know, like your viewers trust you, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I appreciate that because I do often 
you know, this is part of just like what my follower, my following is. It's it's like 50% of my following is like under 25. And so right. often I think about the younger people here, but I do think it's very valid to also think about folks who are my age and older um, who maybe have either forgotten some of these hidden gems or are also still searching for like some really good, some right. really good content. And you know, um, a lot of it too is that like, like you were, we were saying after Ellen, you know, just fell off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> gone. You know, yeah. all these things got sold, got, you know, got, got, got absorbed into bigger media, right. um, you know, mainstream kind of, you know, things. Yeah. And you don't know where to look anymore. Totally. Really totally. Don't know where to look anymore. And yeah. a lot of people have said, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to listen to podcasts now, you know? Right. Yeah. Nice. You yeah. Know, that's an getting to be like a super oversaturated market. <laughs> we know um, the competition <laughs> is fierce, <laughs> but it's um, so not only are platforms and streamers and networks and everything changing and there's so much online content that mm-hmm. it's overwhelming, but it's the same um, like feeling of where do I go to find that information yeah. now? So, you know, yes. quick little you know, TikTok things are great for people that don't have a lot of time that don't have that time to search and look and, you know. Right. Yeah. I I think also, yes, a hundred percent. I definitely want it to be something where like, if if you just like looking for something to watch, I want to be very quick to find videos. I have different playlists, but also, you know, that's part of why I have these databases of just like, you don't necessarily have to take my word for it. You can go find what you think will appeal to you and just go from there. Um, Just having, I think just having like, you know, a centralized database, a centralized list is very, it's helpful enough, I hope. I wish I was that organized. (laughs) I had no idea there were so many movies actually, you know, like even though some of them date back from before your time, (laughs) I didn't even know they were there. Like I, you know, like I, I'm, it's nice, like I'm, I did a deep dive into your page then and into your uh, link link tree to see what else your your other places that your other platforms that you're on. Um, so yeah, I and I, I have to say I do like I think um, my two cents the uh, <laughs> the input of your wife every once in a while is great like for the people watching like I just thought that was so funny and it's like I scrolled a little to see what else did her wife have to say about this stuff? And then like, I didn't see much. So I'm like, when she's on the show, I'm going to ask her, you know, is this something that she's into or is it like, Oh God, I have to watch another movie. But, um, you know, I just think that, uh, I just think that overall, what, when I found what you were doing, I think it's a great service. Like Denise said to, to so many of us who don't have the time to look for that or didn't know, like I said, I had no idea there was so much out there. And the best part right. is yeah. it's at your fingertips. It's like, you don't have to pull out a laptop if you don't want to, you don't have, you know, it's just, you're just there anyways. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Do you have thoughts like down the road? Is there a way to monetize this? Is there, could this be your job at some point or you wouldn't give up theater, would you? You I mean, in a lot of ways, it kind of, it, it kind of is my job in a lot of ways. I actually was like laid off earlier this year. And so I, and because of my theater career commitments, I don't, I can't really get like another like full-time part-time job right now. And so a lot of like making videos that, that is like a source of income for me um, in terms of like long-term monetization, I, ideally I'd like to you know, make a Patreon of some kind. I'm trying to like get like a, a YouTube channel started. I, I'm trying to like just make more thoughtful, long form content. Going back to like, you know, the name of the critical lesbian is because I want to put more of a critical analysis and lens into lesbian media that I think will just offer more legitimacy to it and more, uh, you know, the deserved analysis that it should have. And so I'm hoping that I can, I can do something like that. I'm very passionate that like, I don't want to like, you know, charge people to like use the databases or anything. Um, I'm more like those should like, those are free resources for people to use. But like, 
I'm hoping that I can create enough of like a, a base to maybe have some kind of like, I don't know, Patreon membership service just to like, to have yeah. like more in-depth thoughts, to, to have more like a stronger relationship with people who are very much interested in this niche, in this niche. I will I tell you what, you got a home on my audio feed. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe I know I need to like make a sub stack or something. I, I'm coming up with ideas. I think to me, very transparently, I just have to figure out like what is more like what do I think I can achieve? Is it a sub stack? Is it a YouTube channel? Stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I used to have um haunting a little bit sometimes because there's so many possibilities. Yet right. right. Which direction do you take? So you don't waste time going down the wrong road. Oh, that didn't work. Intern uh, that we had when we were doing the lesbian lounge, we had um, an intern that was helping us with production. Um, And she asked me, can I do a half an hour podcast and put it, you know, and put it up on on our feed? Because we we already, we have built-in subscribers. So it it definitely Mm -hmm. behooves anybody to be on on -hmm. our stream, you know? And I was like, yeah, go ahead. And she started doing these like movie reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was, she called it movies a la queer, I think. And it was uh-huh. a, really amazing to me to see the way like it caught on. Um, yeah. But then her production skills got so good that she didn't really, you know, have time to do a lot of them and it just kind of dropped off. But it was nice because it, like you said, it it's when you trust somebody um, like we trusted her, we didn't have to um, edit anything. We knew that she was taking care of everything, you know, putting it together, piecing it together, picking really good um, films, going out of her way to go see some of them, you know, at festivals and and, and stuff like that. And yeah. then coming back and putting together like just a half an hour deep, like you said, like a deep dive, a uh, big analysis of them. Yeah. But what would be really great too is to have the engagement, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like a live conversation, like a, like a round table conversation about a movie that oh, yeah. three or four people, yeah. seen, I like that, you know, and it, yes. yeah, that's a, one of those things that it's just, that would be amazing. I would love to get something like that on our feed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I certainly have, I would love to do like, I don't know, like it could be like online screenings where like people could just drop in to like watch a movie and then we just like talk about it or something. Yeah, yeah just like stuff yeah. like that. I think would be delightful. It'd be so fun. And your wife didn't even wouldn't even have to do it. Yeah, like the people on the couch. <laughs> if it's a movie, if it's a movie she likes, maybe she'll drop in. I I do also love including her on yeah. videos. And you know, people <laughs> many of my followers are big fans of her, which I agree. <laughs> that is so cute. Cause you reached how long ago how how long have you been married? Well, you can In let fact, her know today, that uh, today that is our two year anniversary of our wedding. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Oh, so you got legit yes. married two years ago, uh, but how long have yes. you been together? We have been five years. Um, we had, so we had our, our legal, we had like our legal ceremony uh, two years ago. And then we had like our big public wedding six months later. So we, we celebrate, we technically celebrate two anniversaries a year because they're exactly six months apart. But yeah. this is like the legal real anniversary. Oh, I that's like fantastic. That. Well, geez, we'll let you go. Congratulations. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> probably looking up some, she's probably making you fried green tomatoes right now. <laughs> uh, she should. Great movie. Anyone who hasn't watched that movie, you got to see it. That's yeah. now, now that I watch Desert Hearts, I'm going to have to watch that one tonight. <laughs> it still slaps. It still slaps. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it it's so true. Some stuff is amazes me that right? it's still relevant, you know. Yes, it's it's, it's relevant and timely. It's it still it works. Yeah, it doesn't fade away. It doesn't. Um, Hundred percent. Yeah, it it just doesn't fade to black. It's right up there. It's still good. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, for, listen, for what it's worth, because I don't know that this was freezing up on me in in spots, so I don't know if if I got through what I was saying, but. For what it's worth, let your wife, what is your wife's name? I'm sorry, I didn't get. KJ. KJ, right, KJ. I knew they were initials. Let KJ know that JD wants to see a little more of her. (laughs) You got it. And her opinions on your face. That's so cute. You got it. 
I will definitely let her know. Well, we wish you uh, a happy anniversary and Thank all the you. luck in the world Thank with this because I think it's just a, a fantastic um, project that you that you've leapt into. It's fan it's great. Appreciate it. Thank wow. you so much. Thank Absolutely. you both so much for having me. Oh, Thank we, you. we appreciate your time yeah. on your anniversary. On your anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go have a good night. All right, have a good night. Thank you. Why do you always run? Like, never stop chasing your dreams. <laughs> we drank way too much whiskey. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, see? See? My addiction is you.